Hey guys, it's Bryson here, as always, with my man Alonzo, the man who I would absolutely trade four first-round picks for. What's going on, Alonzo? It's just you, me, and Sean McVay. Those are the four first-round picks. It's that club. You you trade four first-round picks for that nerd, Sean McVay. I would trade. I don't. I don't even want to say how many first-round picks I'd trade. I'm scared of your reaction. <laughs> That Actually, guy is no 32 years old. He's 32 years old, and he's, like, a top three head coach. All right, most two common na- ages known by people, Jason Tatum, 20, Sean McVay, 32. I think everyone knows this. <laughs> he's only yeah. 32. He's only 20. You get, you get, like, 30 years of an elite head coach. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'll trade you eight first-round picks. I don't care. Okay, let's calm it down. We, I want, I want at least eight years of Malcolm Brown potential. Don Easley's kind of, kind of stuff. Uh, Malcolm Brown, Don Easley, and just one or two for, um, for suspensions and for deflategate, for fake punishments, for real yes. punishments on fake issues. Oh, so I guess it actually doesn't matter. So you might have a good point now. Yeah. The Patriots are due for a cheating scandal anyway, aren't they? I think they are. I think they are. I think it, the, the whole Astros thing is really just a setup. That's my opinion. All right, Alonzo. We're not going to talk much about the game. And I think if you listen to this podcast, you know why we're not going to talk about the game that much. I'd honestly rather – I'm driving right now. I would honestly rather take a right right into this guard round and kill myself than talk about the Bills for more than <laughs> 10 minutes. And I wish I was That's there. fair. Yeah, that is fair. Alonzo, the spread is 14 points. Just real quick, which I'm ta- I would take that all day. Like, I don't even care. I w- I'm not going to put money on this game, but I would, I would totally do it. I don't know if I would, man. In Buffalo, their they're defense terrible. is actually pretty good, but they suck. They're, they're, like, they're starting Derek Anderson. Oh, man. I got, more, I got more funny stuff to tell you if you just think that's the only funny thing. They're All starting right. Derek Anderson. Oh, man. And he's their best quarterback. And they drafted a quarterback in the top ten. Honest to God, if Julian Edelman seriously played a full game at quarterback, he would be better than Derek Anderson. He'd be better than Nathan Peterman 100%. He'd be better than Josh Allen 100%. And Derek Anderson, yeah, 100%. I'd even, like, after last night, I'd put Amendola as a better quarterback than anyone the Bills have. Yeah, I, I totally agree there, Alonzo. Uh, Edelman would totally be the best quarterback. Josh Allen is would probably be the second best tight end in this entire this entire game being played. If Gronk doesn't play, he's definitely number one. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Allen actually gained a, gained a little bit of respect. I'll say that for Sunday. A L- little bit, some wham blocks. Good wham blocks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to care. I'm really trying to. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you see Dwayne Allen block handicapped Khalil Mack to the ground? <laughs> ne- coming up next on the Bellistrator. <laughs> but today, today, Belichick actually, like, mentioned uh, McCordy, uh, Dwayne Allen, as guys – 
like he was talking about um, Kyle Van Noy, and he actually mentioned Dwayne Allen as like a leader and a key cog of the team. I was, I was blown away. Interesting, Belichick. I'm questioning him right now. I'm questioning it. I'm questioning uh, what Dwayne Allen has on Belichick. I just, I just want to make it fair next year, and to make it fair <laughs> next year, that is to. I give Ryan Izzo the same exact praise because Ryan Izzo is going to do the same exact thing. Yeah, actually, yes. And Ryan Izzo would be doing the same exact thing if he hadn't gotten hurt. <laughs> yeah, the reason. Except, except at $3 million less dollars. Love to see it, Dwayne. Getting that paper out there, my man. Love to see it. Love to see it, Dwayne. All right, Alonzo. We're going to get into our three players to watch, three Patriots players to watch. Three Bills players to watch. It was, I'm not going to lie, it was really hard coming up with three Bills players. Like, it really was <laughs> for me. I, I, Alonzo made me take two, and I was like, two? I hardly want to take one. <laughs> uh, and one of them is funny. <laughs> All right, I'll start off. I'm going to be serious for a second. All right, Julian Edelman, our man, the squirrel man. So, Julian Edelman, his career against Buffalo, actually, this was shocking to me look up I knew he had some big games against Buffalo but he's averaged since he's became a starter 12 targets a game against Buffalo almost and over almost 75 yards a game and also awesome. yeah and if you're not not counting the the uh, Jacoby Brissett game of course but he's had over 90 yards twice out of the five games and he averages 75 yards a game Julian Edelman absolutely destroys the Buffalo Bills and I think we'll have a big game here again today Today? Not today, Monday. What? Monday. Wow. If they, if, if they play today, he would have a big game, though. He absolutely would. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm with you on Hedelman. I mean, he he's killed the Bills. Like, I hadn't even thought of that. He's killed the Bills every time we've played him in Buffalo. It was like he a Julian Edelman dude, highlight. He sent someone to the hospital. Do you remember this? He ended someone's career. Do you remember that? He ended Aaron Williams' career. Yeah. <laughs> he <did>. Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. No, you're right about that. I hadn't thought about um I hadn't thought about that. That's great. Good job by you. Snaps for Bryson. Woo! <laughs> Snapping right now. Let's go. Wow. All right, Alonzo, okay. let's hear it. Um well, I have one Patriot to watch and one Bill to watch that kind of go hand in hand. So let's call it like a matchup to watch. Because I got Josh Gordon against Tredavious White. Ooh, that's a good one. Tredavious White is by far the best player on the Bills. Uh, how much is that saying? I don't know. But he is a legitimate elite shutdown corner. Um, they nailed that pick. Uh, two years ago when they traded back. And the guy will probably be following around Josh Gordon, who I love more than certain members of my family. So needless to say, I can't wait for this matchup. And you know what? It's going to be controversial, but I wouldn't bet against Josh Gordon because that guy, did you watch last week? Oh, my God. He just lost Kyle Fuller. But his stamina, Alonzo. Oh is, is he losing it? Don't even get me started. Don't even is get me started Is he losing it? That. Is Josh Gordon losing Holy it? Shit. He needs <laughs> – they're right, though. He needs a little more cardio. He needs a little more conditioning. Well, he's, he said it himself. 
yeah, no, and but like who he he had a hundred yards and he like mossed Kyle Fuller and three of his catches were highlight real catches and then Brady underthrew him on a route and then Brady threw behind him on another like he could have easily had one fifty or one forty in that game he was a stud as he always is as he has been in every game played. And I guess the reason I say don't bet against Josh Gordon, besides having watched the man play football on the Patriots, is last year he came back in his first game back since being suspended for most of 2014, 2015, and 2016, and most of 2017. Comes back his first game, like week 12, and he cooks Casey Hayward. He cooked Casey Hayward, who was playing, like, maybe the best corner in the NFL at that time. He destroyed him. And in that game, he could have easily gone for for about 150, 130, somewhere around there. But Deshaun Kaiser is an atrocity. And for that reason, he underthrew him on a bunch of deep balls. He overthrew him on another, on another few. But either way, uh, Josh Gordon... Everything he's ever done has suggested that he's not normal. And for that reason, I think he'll have a little bit, at least, of success on Tredavious White. Yeah, all you need to know about Josh Gordon is that before the season, there was a prop bet, and it said, will Josh Gordon use the football as like a joint after a touchdown and do a puff-puff pass touchdown celebration, yes or no? Yeah. We love to see it. Absolute freak, Long. Josh Gordon. I, ex- I expect another big game from him. And no, I did not bet $10 to win $1,000 that he would have 12 catches. <laughs> I did that last week. <laughs> no, er- he had a bunch of targets. And I was like, oh, yeah, feed the beast. Let's go, baby. He, Tom Brady's yeah. putting money in my pocket. I think he had, he had, I want to say, six targets. And Brady just threw two bad balls. One of them Gordon maybe should have caught. It was behind him. It was like he kind of had to scoop it up. It was a bad ball. Tough ball to place, though. And then the other, uh, it was on a little out route that Gordon had. I think it was a Mooka Either way, Brady clearly trusts him. The offense is it's on another level with him. And uh, is he our best skilled player? I'm yep. not sure he isn't. Man, I'm not sure he isn't. He is so good. He is Lonzo. He is, our, in fact, our best skill player. Is Gronk playing Sunday Just Monday, by the way? Gronk? Yeah. Um, I think, like, from everything we've been told from the media, is that last week it was kind of precautionary and he was – there was a chance he would fly out, even though it was really unlikely, on uh, Monday morning. And but bottom line is that it would have been a short term injury. It would be a short term injury, and that he would probably be ready for Buffalo. In my opinion, like Gronk is clearly banged up, and he has been since uh, the Jacksonville game. I would rest him through the bye week because um, just think back to Week One. Like right now, we're saying Josh Gordon's our best skill player, and. I think healthy Gronk is obviously better than almost anyone in the league, so I wouldn't put him over healthy Gronk. But right now, Gronk, it's just clear he's too banged up to be 
what he normally is. And I think the goal at this point, with the team looking good and with the team able to put up points, the fact that you're playing the fucking Bills, it just makes sense to rest them. I totally agree with you. Should rest Gronk. Also, Marcus Cannon, too. Yeah. Don't mind resting Marcus Cannon as well. Yeah. Just, it's a game, like, even if with Cannon there's no risk of re-injury, it's just a game less of exposure on him. So, I, I just think it makes sense. Um, so, Lonzo? Rest all the 50-50 guys. Alonzo, do you have your next player? I have my next player, and it is Kenyon Barner. Just because he'll probably play a lot. He'll probably play a lot. Barnwell. Kenyon Barnwell, according to Bill Simmons. Oh, no. We need to talk about the Bill Simmons podcast. Okay? We need to talk about the Bill Simmons podcast. I'm sorry. Bill Simmons is great. I love Bill Simmons. There's no better podcaster or opinioner on the NBA than Bill Simmons, in my opinion. His stuff on the Patriots has been a train wreck for, like, ever since the Super Bowl. It's been awful. On Monday's podcast, he – I have the list of stuff in our text. I am currently looking for it. He called Duke Dawson a slot receiver – he called Kenyon Barner Kenyon Barnwell and didn't know who Kenyon Barner was. Okay, fair enough. It's Kenyon Barner. No big deal. Let me just dig through this. Let me just dig through yeah, this. Yeah, there's a there's – a, he's been exceptionally bad. I, I don't even remember all the bad takes. He's just been extremely bad. Like, I, I remember when he was like, who's our wide – who's our number one wide receiver? Yeah, yeah. Just – I don't. He was, yeah. wasn't in on Josh yeah. Gordon. No, 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 no. He he said, Brady has no weapons. Gronk is done. Called Duke Dawson a slot receiver. Said they lost the Spygate pick, and made it relevant to this year. He said he didn't know who J.C. Jackson was, and he didn't know who Kenyon Barner was. Really. Love it, Bill. Seriously. It's a diehard Pats fan. It's like fan. half the team. It's a self-proclaimed like diehard Pats fan. Yeah. But that's literally half the team. Yeah. Just is Duke is Duke Dawson gonna play the slot? Duke Dawson, maybe. Is he playing the he, slot receiver he for us? He might play slot wide receiver. Yeah. Maybe. I can see it. He might. I can see it. And you know <laughs> what? He would have been better than Riley McCarron in week one. I'll give I'll give you that, Bill. I'll <laughs> give you that. Yeah. He. He's been exceptionally bad. He's been really bad. His NFL picks have been even worse, like way worse, and way worse. The stuff, his NFL takes, just as a, with the league as a whole, they haven't been awful. There are a few where you just go, what are you watching? On the whole, they have not been terrible. It's just with the Pats, it seems like he might be just trying to huge reverse jinx them or he maybe just doesn't watch the games and wants to act like he – I don't know, but Bill Simmons on the Patriots has been, at some point, like, we needed to start this dialogue. I'm just glad we started this dialogue. <laughs> I'm glad you really got that off your chest. I've been thinking about it for a yeah. while, but it doesn't really it doesn't really bother me too much because I just imagine him going to soccer games <laughs> at 
whatever Tom West Coast he is, because that's all he talks about. So I'm assuming he's just not watching the games. And then his, his dad calls him and just like, Isaiah Wynn sucks. Yeah. Josh Gordon's no good. No, I think he I think he said Isaiah Wynn, Trent Brown too. I think that was that was there somewhere. Jesus Christ. All right, Alonzo, who's your play? Who's your next player? Pats. Oh, I'm sorry. We we were gonna talk about Kenyon Barner. Yeah. Look, I mean at some point James White, you can't play James White the whole game. I mean I guess you could, but it's week eight. We're playing the Bills. James White shouldn't be playing the whole game. And um, that means someone else is going to have to get touches. And with Kenyon Barner, I think it wouldn't surprise me if he becomes like a one-week kind of Joey Yosefa type of cult hero with um, with Pat's, Pat's Twitter. Because, you know, he actually ran well. Like, he's a mediocre player, but I kind of had a little bit of a wiggle against the Bears, and I don't know, I guess he'll be good for, like, 12 to 15 touches, and we'll remember this game as a Kenyon Barner game. All right, Alonzo. My Bills players, I have two, and actually a bonus Patriots player because it just kind of ties in just too well. So, first of all, I'm going quarterback Derek Anderson with – the Gilmore interception connection because Gilmore is going to be back in Buffalo. Ooh. Last year, he was. They purposely tested Gilmore. You could tell. They purposely <laughs> went at Gilmore. It didn't work. I want to see with Zay Jones. With Zay Jones, and Gilly Locke is going to be getting the INT to the house. We're going to get our first pick six, and I don't know how many days. It's going to happen. Derek Anderson sucks. By the way, that's all you need to know. Derek Anderson was unemployed around three weeks ago. Yep, that is yeah. all you need to know. Yeah. Bill's Mafia, baby. <laughs> oh, man. So, my next player, he actually leads the team in receiving, but he also leads a team in windows jumped out of. <laughs> this oh, is, no. This is Zay Jones. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Anyone else remember the, the, oh. that funny Zay Jones moment of title talk? That was a good one. That was, that was, I think, one of our top – I put it in the top three or four. Guys, Zay Jones <laughs> jumped out of a building when he realized Josh, Josh Allen was his quarterback. He jumped out yeah. of a building. He tried to commit. <laughs> He's on the team. He tried to commit. Oh, no. He leads a team oh, no. in receiving yards. He jumped out of a window <laughs> seven months ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. That's all you need to know. I, just watch for this. Just watch for this. You got to watch. Put a, keep an eye on him for Zay Jones. We don't know what he's going to do. He might just run out of the stick. Yeah, keep a close eye on Zay Jones. <laughs> a very close eye on Zay Jones. <laughs> we don't know what he's going to do. He's a complete psychopath. Oh, no. All right. Fuck. That's, I feel mean. I feel so mean. I don't or Zay mean. Jones. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. If you're listening, I know you are. So uh, that's dark. That's dark. <laughs> he does lead, He leads a team in receiving, but he also leads in windows jumps at him. So. 
That's true. You, I mean, you said a fact. You said a fact. It's just, it's a good thing they didn't draft Kemdiche. Who? You just say, did you just? Robert, Robert Kemdiche. Oh, my goodness. The Cardinals guy. The Ole Miss guy. I don't know these people, Alonzo. I don't Car- know Cardinals draft pick. I'm old. Cardinals draft pick. I don't pick. know. The Cardinals draft pick from the year the Patriots lost at a flake eight pick in 2016. My memory's not too good. I'm not an elephant. I don't remember anything. The only thing I remember is 2014, 2015 Patriots. That's the only thing I remember. It's confirmed. It's confirmed you're not an elephant then. Oh, elephants elephants don't. Yeah, okay. They remember really well. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so it's confirmed you're not an elephant. Nope, I am not an elephant. I can confirm. Okay. Okay, that's good. Absolutely. I, 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 Alonzo, I think we can wrap up our Bills talk there. We've talked about it entirely too long. This game is not going to – okay, it's going to be competitive for at least the first two minutes. I can guarantee you that. If the Patriots don't receive – If the Patriots receive – if the Patriots receive, it's game over right after the kickoff. I actually, I agree. I, you know, this is one of those sneaky. It could be a frustrating one of those frust. I feel like it could be a frustrating first yeah, quarter because yeah. the Bills' defense is kind of good. So nah, this I feel, could this could be like a frustrating first quarter, and then the Patriots just. I feel have, like it could be like a frustrating sort of twenty-six to twelve win, where you know they kind of let Derek Anderson get yards. That in the red zone, they don't allow anything. They allow four field goals. And then yeah. when the bats have the ball, a uh, few field goals, we get mad. Uh, Christian Black, who I love, by the way, um, he tweets really, really bad things about the defense and their families, and the Patriots win by two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> love it, Christian. He said... I don't, I don't remember what he said, but he's like, oh, my God, Pat Mahomes is about to cook us. And then after the first half, I was like, sir, question mark, and just quote tweeted his tweet. And then after the game, he, did, he didn't respond to that. But after the game, he definitely could have been like, yeah. Let's do yeah, it. sir. <laughs> no, I, I tweeted him. I tweeted him, I think, on Monday Trump night. Trump fucking sucks. <laughs> his defense is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine. That's how I imagine him tweeting. Uh, no, I tweeted him on Monday night. Like, what, what, what happens if the Bills go seventy-five yards for a touchdown? Uh, because he he went. Um, Pats beat the Bills. It was it was actually yesterday. I don't know. I thought it was Monday. <laughs> and he goes, Pats beat the Bills, and they'd have at least. A two-and-a-half game lead in the AFC East, all is well. I tweet him, I'm expecting a rant after Derek, after every Derek Anderson completion. And he replies, and I quote, Nah, if these... In um, all caps. If these bleep make Anderson look like Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking love you. I love Christian Black. Yeah. We love you, Christian Black. Black. Back. 
We love you back, Christian Black. Fuck. We love you back, There you Black. go. Jeez. It's dangerous. Yeah, we love it. We absolutely love it. <laughs> that is – okay, that's it for the Bills talk. I'm not doing any more of this. Bills suck. Patriots win. There you yeah, go. and it. if Derek Anderson looks like Joe Montana, Christian Black will fight everyone on this team. Ch- yes. Please. Check please. 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 All right, guys. Now here's the fun part. Uh, Alonzo and I are probably the nerdiest trade deadline nerds there has ever been, ever. <laughs> it, even in March. Oh, in that's agency, that's when we're even that's, nerdier than that's, it, that's when possible. we're at our peak. The did you see this account that had thirty followers tweeted about Marcus and Peters it happened cut or traded and it happened. It could happen. The guy had inside <laughs> info though. That guy had inside info. I'm a hundred percent sure. Because then, like, a day later, the, the um, Pro did. Football Talk article, the first one came out about Peters. He had inside info, so we had inside info. I, I think we started it. We started it. Yeah, so Rams fans, we started thank, it. you're welcome. Thank us. You would, have no, you would have no clue Marcus Peters was available if it wasn't for these two young bucks talking about Marcus Peters being available. They were like, oh, okay. Bryson Alonzo thinks he's available. This is good. Yeah. Call him up about it. You know who could really use Marcus Peters right now? Uh, Patrick Peterson. If he wasn't a coward, begging what? for an extension. Patrick Peterson could target. use Marcus Peters? The Chiefs. The Chiefs could still use Marcus Patrick Peters. Peterson. Okay, that was my point. Moving on. Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson. Coward. coward. Patrick Coward. Peterson is a loser in the vein, same vein as Larry Fitzgerald. Hot take. Demand a trade and mean it, you coward. You don't demand a trade and then go, okay, it's all good. One day later, after the after the Cardinals promise you they're going to win. In quotation marks, promise, because promise means here's here's a just a hefty extension full of Here's a, a raise so you Here make you more yeah. than marginally more than Logan Ryan. Yeah, here you go. Now shut the fuck up, Patrick. You're a loser. Okay. <laughs> That's what they said to him. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I'm gonna start off. You know what? Alonzo and I, we occasionally just text each other. And I was actually getting out of my getting out of my car, and I was he was we were talking about trade targets, and I had been at school all day, so I had no idea what was going on in the world of anything. So I'm like looking at the salary cap, over the cap, the tanking teams. I thought Jared Cook. I was like, man, I'm I'm a pretty smart guy. Jared Cook, let's go. So I tweeted out, and here we go. Our dad, Pat's SB49, had already tweeted it in the morning. He already beat me to it. Doug Kyed beat me to it. But I still think it's a good idea. Jared Cook, the salary cap is like five mil. You can probably cut that in half for a little bit more. He's in the last year of his contract. He's not an excellent blocker, but he sure is an excellent receiver. doesn't have the greatest hands. But pairing him with Gronk, Gordon, in the end zone, we would absolutely love it. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, the reason doesn't really move the needle for me. And I, I think that Jared Cook would be just as much. He's obviously Gronk insurance, but really the guy that has been proven that the Patriots cannot count on is Jacob Hollister. It's been, look, it's his second year in the league. I get it. He's always hurt. After every time he gets hit, he complains about something hurting. And he just seems like one of those guys 
he's made out of whatever Rex Burkhead's made out of, which is whatever Danny Amendola was made out of for the regular season. And you got to kind of manage him, and you can't be managing a third tight end who plays special teams. So I think that um, the Cook would kind of come in, and he'd play in the two tight end sets that I think you and I expected Hollister to play in um, before the Patriots acquired Gordon, and they went more wide receiver-centric. Right, so those two tight end sets where it's more um, passing game driven. And yeah, he would serve as a form of Gronk insurance. And um, God forbid, if anything, just knock on all the wood. Um, but if anything were to happen to Gronk, it would be him. It would be Cook and Dwayne Allen kind of sharing that, that role as a tight end. And Cook is undoubtedly a better receiver than Allen, even though Allen does block like an extra offensive lineman, and he also runs like one. Uh, I get it. I just, I guess the thing I I don't love about it is that, you know, when it's crunch time, you're in 11 personnel, and you're 11, like, Gronk is on the field, okay? Jared Cook is not on the field when it matters. So how much am I giving up for him? I don't know. I think I might, I might do the the fourth round pick for cook and the sixth round pick like they did with Bennett and like they did with Allen. And like, maybe that could make some sense, even though cook is mid season. So it might not be that expensive. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But his depth, like they'd be getting better. And we like that as, I mean, as marginal as the upgrade may be, I'm all for it. You know, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if this is factually correct, but they say that you can only actually have five close relationships at once. I don't know if you knew this. So this, I, I can okay. definitely relate to this because this was me after every every Pats game, the first two games, I was like, oh, I like Jacob Hollister's this week. <laughs> I really like it. And now I've just completely forgotten about him. You're over Jacob Hollister. I found a new friend. His name is John yeah. Gordon. Goodbye. Yeah, and Jacob Hollister, another thing. Whenever you catch a seam route, just don't grab your shoulder, Okay. Is that too much to ask? Just don't grab your fucking shoulder. It look like the guy, he gets hurt every time he catches the football. It's, it's to the point of absurd. Like, I like him, okay? He he actually seems like one of those genuinely nice guys just from Twitter and from the, the few interviews. He, he seems like a good he dude. Is. But he's always hurt, man. And uh, with when Gronk is your number one tight end, and you are the only piece of tiny depth we have as in a tight end, uh, as a receiver. Like, come on, we need we need you to be a little more dependable. Yes, we do. We do. I love you, Jacob Hollister. Though I do love you, but we're just not friends anymore. Josh Gordon is my friend. Josh so Gordon is my beautiful, beautiful Alonzo. friend. Yeah, absolutely is. I will. I guess I'll just say my next one. My next one. Alonzo hates it. I don't care if he hates it. I don't care. Oh. Vic Beasley. Okay. Okay. Vic Beasley. He's not playing. He's not playing so well. Okay. He's not playing so well right now. But the Falcons are. I. I think you know. I don't think they'd be sellers right now. They they have a bye week. But like many teams in the NFL, there's a bunch of like three and four Atlanta Falcons type teams. And I think this week or the next week kind of decides like 
probably for most a lot of teams what they think about their team. A lot of them probably won't think that they're going to make the playoffs after this week, especially if Carolina and the Saints win because there are a few games up on Atlanta. But Vic Beasley, his salary isn't guaranteed next year unless he's on the roster. So you could just cut him, I'm pretty sure, no dead cap after this year. And you could fill him into the Akeem Ayers role, essentially. Like, he probably wouldn't be a three-down player. He'd probably take some of Adrian Claiborne's snaps. He's better than Dietrich Wise. And maybe you get a game, a playoff game, where Vic Beasley just absolutely wrecks the game because he totally could. I would want to see it. I don't know if the Atlanta Falcons would ever do it. It makes sense to me because Atlanta Falcons fans absolutely hate Vic Beasley. Like, they want Vic Beasley gone, and they want him gone now. I read – I tweets when I tweet search searched his name, a lot of fans just wanted to give him away for like anything. They were like, please dear God, take Vic Beasley. So Vic Beasley, welcome on my team. Uh I don't like it. Uh I don't like it one bit. I guess the case for Big for Vic Beasley is that he's an upgrade, but at what cost? Like I feel like he's just kind of a bad fit for our um defensive scheme. I feel like He's kind of a glorified Adrian Claiborne, like more athletic, rangier, whatever. I guess he'd play the Van Noy role um, on the edge of the line. And he'd play, obviously, in sub packages just as a sub rusher. Uh, but on the base defense, he would project in the Van Noy role. And that's an issue because Vic Beasley, look, from what I've watched of him and I've actually watched a decent amount of Falcons games um, in the past few years with all the Super Bowl and whatnot. He's not exactly in love with setting the edge. Um, He kind of plays like Claiborne in that sense. He's a smaller guy. The Patriots won't re-sign him because some team is going to give him funny money. Um and I guess the Super Bowl kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, of all the guys on that front or that defense, Vic Beasley was, like, what, sixth, seventh guy that scared me? I think, like, Brian Poole scared me more off slot blitzes than Vic Beasley did on a snap-to-snap basis. Um, I don't know if I love him. I, I don't – I just don't see it, to be totally honest. Whatever, Alonzo. I'm just gonna move on to my next one because you just totally shat on my on my trade target. Whatever, uh, it's cool. Uh, it's cool, man. No, no big deal. It's cool. It's cool. No big deal. All right. So this one, he, Alonzo actually, Alonzo, Alonzo, yeah, Alonzo Ball is here. No, Alonzo actually loves this one. I know, and that is I've already mentioned him, Landon Collins. This is the yep. position the Patriots really need. I I will tell you that. Lyndon Collins did make some comments about Belichick saving. Yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really put much into that. I don't. I don't think anyway. Um, Landon Collins would get, definitely give you some depth. He could play a little linebacker. The Patriots desperately need Chung depth. They have no one to back up Pat Chung in his role if he ever gets banged up for one or two games. God forbid it ever be in the playoffs because the Patriots rely on him so heavily. But. Yeah, the police are actually at Alonzo's house right now. That's what just happened. Yeah. No, that was me knocking on but... all the wood in my <laughs> dorm when you said Pat Chung being banged up. No. No, no, no. Look, 
Landon Collins, I'm all over it. I love the idea. Just, I mean, they play so many looks with DBs. Just find a role for him. He's good. He's a good football player. That's my Landon Collins analysis. He's really good at football. And he can play in the box. And he can cover running backs. He can cover tight ends. And he is a good player at a role the Patriots kind of could use. Like, imagine Marquise Flowers from last year. Yeah, imagine that's Landon Collins. There's my case. And also, here's another point that I've been thinking about. It is it's like re-signing Landon Collins for like a one-year deal. Or maybe if they really like him. I don't think he's going to call. I don't uh, think he's going to be that. Ex- I don't think he's going to be expensive at all. I really don't. Uh, I don't think so. I could see it. I, I think I, I, you could definitely I have a make theory it. about the safety market. Uh, I'm sorry, is, go ahead. Go ahead. What is it? What is it, Lons? I want to hear it. Let me hear your theory. The theory about the safety market from this offseason is that Eric Reed was a free agent and teams didn't want to be overt about signing safeties with Eric Reed out there when Eric Reed was better than a lot of them. Conspiracy music? It's, I don't think that's really hot takey. I think other people have had the same theory. Like Kenny Vaccaro, what, there's no reason why Kenny Vaccaro was, should have been unemployed as long as he was. There's no reason Eric Reed should have been as unemployed as long as he was this offseason. Eric Reed's really good. Kenny Vaccaro, really good. Trey Boston played well for the Chargers. Like, there's no reason those guys should have been unemployed for as long as they were. And uh, I think that had something to do with Eric Reed uh, being unemployed. And, like, for as much talk as there is about the safety market being depressed also, I think – didn't Eric Berry just sign an extension right before he blew out his Achilles in 2017? And he signed a huge extension too. Like, I don't, I don't see any, um, any way Landon Collins doesn't get a big contract. He, he's a stud. Like he's been, he's a proven player. No, Alonzo, I'm sorry. Nope. Sorry. He's terrible. I'm just telling you right now, he's absolutely terrible, and there will be no market for him. And the Patriots will sign him for two years, three million. Book it. Okay. Well, I mean, Josh Gordon also good at football. The Patriots got him for a fifth round pick. You're- Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good little point you just had about the safety market. I- I'm just waiting for the kind of deal. The kind of market Jordan Richards is going to set, because he's getting he's getting ready to break the fucking bank. He's absolutely going to break the bank. You're going to have to pay up. Jordan, Richards, Jordan Richards in Atlanta. I remember the Jordan Richards, the Atlanta, uh, the foul of the Jordan Richards trade. Those guys right now, I see tweet search Jordan should admit that I because I just want to see how he's doing. I want to see how the Falcons fans are doing. And, oh, my God, it looks bad. Like, it looks like he picked up right where he left off when he was trying to cover Zach Ertz on third downs in the Super Bowl. Train wreck. The funniest part, the funniest part is uh, one of the guys who, like, proclaims to be this knowledgeable Falcons fans was tweeting me in, how Bel- Bill Belichick was using Jordan Richards wrong as a deep safety, oh. blah, blah, blah. He won't be used like that in Atlanta. And I was like, hey, pal, 
just flip on one game for me, please. The Chiefs game. Just flip we it play on. The edge. Just turn it on. Just just flip it on just for about five minutes and then come back to me and tell me how it went. Just let me know. Just let me know. Yeah, he Jordan Richards out. played as one of the linebackers spying Tyrod Taylor in week sixteen last year. Vividly. I remember that because that was the one good play he ever made as a Patriot. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, and by the way, funnier than that, Jordan Richards and Landon Collins went in the same round of the same draft. Just love to see it. You know who went before the pick before Malcolm Brown or Landon Collins? I just gave it up. Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown? Malcolm Brown. He went like the pick or two before Landon Collins. Yeah. Lonzo, let us hear it. Bless us with your three trade targets. If we're, what if we're, if we're over six, do we need to just stop? By the way, okay? we're going to be over six. We're going to be over six. Like we're not. <laughs> look, we're there no. are there are realistic trade targets out there that that's not fun. We've like, actually you been talking about like Reeves. Maybe we talk about Gary on Conley. Gary exactly. on Conley. Yeah, that's Carl fucking Joseph. funny shit. You want to hear me? Hassan yeah, Reddick and Dale Buchanan. Come on. Like okay, fine. Yeah, those guys are available. Good. They've been rumored. Um. Like I have, I have a few tweets I think in the archives, and if not, it's an article that I wrote where I nailed Mingo and Van Noy, um, and another trade from from 2016 that I think they made. And look, the, those guys are out there. Fine, yeah, sure. Late round pick swaps, whatever, for some role playing linebacker or some guy on kickoff coverage, sure. Okay, yeah, if you're tuning in for that, cool. But we're going to give you the unrealistic ones and the ones that have kind of been floated out there, big names, and I'm going to make the case for one of them, and that's Demarius Thomas. Uh, Here's the thing. I don't love Demarius Thomas as a player. (laughs) Uh, That's the honest truth of the matter. I think he's he's a little bit soft. and I think at his peak, he was overrated. Now I think people have kind of caught on to it. And I think people think now that he's worse than he actually is because they're overcorrecting for how they thought, for how they overrated him uh, in years past. Nevertheless, I mean, if he's available, the money's not a huge issue past this year. I don't think it's too much debt of money. And it, it's basically a non-factor. Uh, money this year is an issue. The Pats probably have to make some moves, but the bottom line is that Demarius Thomas is an upgrade over Chris Hogan. Uh, no matter how you slice it, uh, Demarius Thomas is a better always the bar. football player than Chris Hogan. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, the Patriots this year, if the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, it's not going to be off of a defensive performance for the ages, right? Can we agree that with that? Like, um, but. I would have loved Snacks Harrison, and Snacks Harrison was the guy that I actually told you about via text a few times before he got traded. He would have been perfect. That's a whole other discussion. But no one the Patriots had on defense right now is going to tip the scales um, in a big game. Maybe someone will help with making a stop here or there. But right now, I think... If they can supercharge this offense, I'd be all for that. Because, look, 
it's very likely that one of their biggest games of the season, they're going to have to outscore, let's say, the Saints, or let's say the Rams, or let's say the Chiefs, right? If they get far enough, even the Chargers, they're going to have to just outgun those teams. And at this point, like, like I said earlier, when we were talking about Jared Cook, in crunch time and in shootouts, it's about 11 personnel and about, all right, these are our guys, these are your guys. At some point in crunch time, it'll come down to that. Before the season, I was worried because Philip Dorsett was our fifth guy in crunch time. I went um, on and on about that during the offseason after they lost Amendola. I thought that was the biggest case for keeping him because, look, at some point, things get tight. It's 11 personnel. It's three receivers, it's Gronk, and it's James White. And those are the guys they're going to have to roll with. And any upgrades to the group that they have right now are going to come at Chris Hogan's spot. And if Demarius Thomas is out there and he's available for not much in draft capital and they can make the money work, uh, I'd, I'd do it even as good as the offense has looked. And if it's Emmanuel Sanders, I'd be giving up I'd be giving up a pretty great pick because Emmanuel Sanders is great and he's a perfect fit for this offense. I agree with you, Alonzo. I'd be all, I'd be for Demarius Thomas to the Patriots. Also agree with Manny Sanders over Demarius Thomas, but that's pretty obvious. It sounds like they probably won't trade a Manny, Manny Sanders, but you never know. I'd be for Demarius Thomas. He's a big red zone target. Get some. He's he's not a bad player. Uh, Why not? You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he would be in the offense, like you just said. He would be below Gronk, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, and James White. James White is your fifth option. He would. Yeah, he would be totally good. Yeah, like he would be good. That that is, it's Demarius Thomas on number three corners. Okay, with no help. It's just it's food for thought because again, if the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl, which is kind of the idea here, it's gonna be because of that offense. It's not gonna be because of Hassan Reddick. Okay. It is not Alonzo. It is not. I want to hear your next trade target, Alonzo. Okay, my next trade target. I'll go Richard Sherman. I want your thoughts. Achilles Achilles Sherman? Achilles Sherman. Dick Achilles Sherman. (laughs) You know, Richard's Dick Sherman, he's been pretty good this year. I wouldn't be opposed to a Richard Sherman trade by any means. What's his his deal look like again? They can get out of it this after this year with no penalty whatsoever. Um Yeah, so you basically take a flyer on Richard Sherman, which I would be for. And why why did the 49ers do that, by the way? That was that was a bad contract. That was really Nah, bad. the Sherman contract? I mean it was it was bad to sign him. I disagree. That contract is it's literally yeah, no risk him? for him. Why do they sign him though? Yeah, that they needed corners. And the, <laughs> for this year? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. They before Jimmy G's knee exploded. And when they before Derek McKinnon's knee exploded, I don't know. I thought they were going to be better than what they are. Uh, 
yeah, it's two million in dead cap after this season. Um, right now, his cap hit is six million dollars. So I guess prorated, it would be around three million to get him. Jason McCourty's been great, um, but with all the talk, I guess this is kind of as much about Patrick Peterson as it is about Richard Sherman. With all the talk about Peterson, um, and they won't get him. I feel like just adding as many good corners as possible. It's not a bad idea. Like, why not? Right? You get Richard Sherman, maybe play the Chiefs again. Maybe you have the balls to just stick Stefan Gilmore on Travis Kelsey. Maybe you put Sherman on Kelsey. Like, I don't know. But I like the idea of just having versatile defensive backs who can cover. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't like seeing JC Jackson on the field on Sunday. He might have a bright future, but right now, no. Just no. Hello? There was Patrick Peterson, but he is a total coward. But I'm for Richard Sherman. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Alonzo. Throw me your third one at me. Want to hear it? My third trade target, another guy on offense. And this one is – it doesn't make much sense um, if Sony's knee injury is, as reported, not that serious. And if Rex Burkett is projected to be back – but I love this player. Um, it's Tevin Coleman. Ooh, best Atlanta, Fal- Atlanta Falcons running back. It's not a hot take, he's man. Like... Tevin Coleman's really good. He is. He's good. He's really good. He's good. Uh, and he's not a complete turnstile in pass protection. Hello, Devontae Freeman, Dante Hightower, collision course. <laughs> um, yeah, Tevin Coleman's good at football. He's versatile. He can run it. He can catch it. He does both um, very well at a very high level. Um, he can pass block. He He's a dynamo with the ball in his hand. Like, he's really, really good. And if the Falcons – the Falcons aren't re-signing him because they signed Freeman to a deal worth $8 million a year. So if the Falcons are open at dealing him, like, I don't like, – I'd be all for that. I'd rather – who do you rather have on Monday Night Football, Kenyon Barner or Devin Coleman? I don't know. Yeah, I would be so excited about this. The, you know, we could leave Rex Burkhead on IR. I wouldn't even care. Just leave him on IR. Then you'd have Tel- Tevin Coleman, James White, and Sonny Michelle. Yeah, really like that Mix core. and match with him. Really like that. And Okay. Really like yeah. it. And just positional value-wise – I see the argument against it, but he's a great player. And again, um, James White, he can play an entire game if you ask him to. And in the biggest moments, he'll be on the field. It won't be Tevin Coleman on the field. Um, but um, yeah, Tevin Coleman, <laughs> take take a few off James Plate for the playoffs. Play him when you have to kill the clock. Play him on some first and second downs. Like, 
He's a good player. Go for it. I'd rather like you're even you're dangerously thin, even when it's just Sony and White and Barner. Yeah, with with Barnwell in the mix, <laughs> with Ken John Barnwell, it really gets tough. But the Patriots, if they did trade for Tevin Coleman, they they could just they could just split out Tevin Coleman, James White. Uh, they could split out Ken John Barner, and they could have Burkhead split out and Sony in the backfield. It would be absolutely futuristic. Everyone's playing wide receivers. Patriots just deploy four 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 receivers as as wide receivers. Four running backs as wide receivers. It would. I think yes. it would break it's, John Harbaugh's brain. It's been brain. a long damn day. It would break John Harbaugh's yes, brain, Bryson. You have to think of the children. Insert John Harbaugh throwing shit gif <laughs> with his khaki pants on. Have you seen ever seen that uh, Richard Sherman for President video? No. By He's a comedian. What the hell is his name? He does the ESPN impersonations. Frank Caliendo. Okay. You've never seen it? I don't think so. Look it, look it up after this. There's a there's a spot where he pretends to be uh, hardball, and he all he does is like pace and throw his hands around with his and just throw his hat around and act mad with his khaki pants on. It's so hilarious. Andy Reid's on there drinking a glass of milk. Bill Belichick's on there actually. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I can't believe you missed this. Okay, probably came out when you were twelve. I'll though. keep that in mind. It actually probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the Seahawks were at their peak. Uh, yeah, it was like 13, 12, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Feel old yet? <laughs> Meme. I don't feel old. 13 Steve Gregory. 13 Steve Gregory. It's actually crazy. We have to share this, this inside title talk. I have to share this with the viewing public. So Bryson changed his bio to 2013 Steve Gregory. Uh, the other day, was it yesterday? Yesterday, all, all the days kind of blend blend together here. Especially when you're hungover. That's I have no comment on that whatsoever. <laughs> None. Uh, especially not when. Okay. So 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 <laughs> so, Bryson. Changes his bio to 2013 Steve Gregory. And I was in the bathroom earlier in the day. And I was just moseying along there. And like I might have just gotten out of the shower. I was going to go pee. And I just I start thinking about the old Patriots teams. And about how they didn't really go three safety in 2014. And I'm dead serious about this. This is how it happened. And I I think back and I go, did Deron Harmon really play in 2014? No, not as much as he plays now. And okay, kind of still kind of weird seeing Harmon in 21. And who was who was it before Chung? I'm just glad we have Chung. He stabilized. Oh, it was Steve Gregory. And I had that kind of little thought bubble. And I swear to God, I turn my phone on when I come back into my dorm room. And I check... I check my man Bryson's Twitter, and I see 2013 Steve Gregory in the bio. And I swear I went, I went crazy. I, I thought it was some <laughs> Illuminati shit. Because who, who thinks of Steve Gregory on the same day? Like, we are on the same wavelength I, here. This is some crazy title. I think shit. about Steve Gregory 
every single day, Alonzo. I promise. That, Fonzie well, Dennard, I man. have to preface this. He, this 13, that 13 season, 12, well, let's see. Was it the third? That was the third. Was that the 13 14 season? That was 13 14. Yeah. That was 13. They, he was 14. also playing in 12. Well, I, I started. I started college in twelve in twelve thirteen. So this is when I, I I was I was into sports and stuff, but I played sports. Like I was, I couldn't watch as much sports as I did now. But once I got into college, then those became my favorite teams. Like starting with twenty twelve, I got I got super in and got super in. So I really remember those teams. And I've actually had dreams and remember Steve Gregory. Like just remembering <laughs> him have the dot and like how crazy it was. How everyone turned on Hightower in the season he was drafted. Yeah. <laughs> how Tommy Kelly getting hurt was like I remember going. It was like a death. Tommy now. Kelly got hurt. We were absolutely yeah. fucked. This sucks. Joe Villano. <laughs> I remember so many players from that era that were just absolutely. I remember the Jets primetime game, the Edelman breakout game. That, yeah, like that was Edelman seventeen breakout catches game. or thirteen catches or whatever. Every other <laughs> on Thursday, every game. other receiver sucked. <laughs> Aaron Dobbs, I was I was big into Aaron Dobson. I was like, you guys don't even know. He's going to be so good. He, Aaron Dobson's going to yeah, be so, so good. Was, he was from West Virginia. So was, so was, so all was about Brady him. to Cooks, by the way. You, you, would just, uh, you would just hate to see someone look up Brady to – what is he now? Brady to Gordon. Brady to Gordon Dobson. He was – there was no bigger Aaron Dobson fan than Brady to – I'm going to keep calling him Brady to Cooks. Uh, and you know what? I was up there, man. I loved Aaron Dobson. I believed in Aaron Dobson until the day he got cut. Yeah, the Pittsburgh game. The Pittsburgh game. The Pittsburgh game. I I was convinced he was like the second coming of Megatron. (laughs) And then it happened. And then it was over. Yeah. It was so over. Yeah, I remember. It was so over. Oh, my God. Those teams were atrocious, though. They were horrible. They were. That was the worst. I think, you know, I'm going to sound really spoiled, but. And I just told you that that's when I started really becoming an insane fan. I was just a really probably a well, probably way above casual, but that's when I started becoming an insane fan. I remember those Ravens playoffs games. They gave me so much. Like I probably will only live to sixty now because of those Ravens playoff games. Like that Ravens, the Stephen Ridley getting knocked oh, out. Like boy. that was that was probably the worst moment in my life. I remember I was. I was so pissed off on Twitter. I was just like, everyone shut up. Just shut up right now. This is terrible. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. I love Stephen Ridley. The regular, the regular season, Justin Tucker. was That wasn't Justin yeah, Tucker. Yeah, no, it was, was Justin, Tucker. Justin Tucker. It was Justin the, Tucker. The, one that, the, oh, the, the field the, goal that was called good that was not good. Oh, I was so mad. I, I remember I walked, I walked into my kitchen and just fucking wailed on I just hit my fridge so hard. I was like, fuck, this is bullshit. And I was just I, I sat in front of my TV for probably ten minutes waiting for them to, to call that overturned. Yeah, yeah, it was not. Isn't that the worst? Isn't that the worst feeling? Like when you're watching a game, and something happens at the end that's kind of questionable, and then everyone just like storms the field and it's over, and you're just like, no, wait. But, but my feelings good. are hurt. Can someone stop? Someone stop this now! What are you guys doing? No, get up. Hate it. Hate. Hate it. Absolutely hated those Ravens team. Hate. God, they gave me so much AIDS. I literally have AIDS. I've, I have. I contracted HIV. I contracted HIV when Ray Lewis. Dot. No, when Ray Lewis gave his little preacher speech um, after Mile High, I and Lewis. I knew they were winning the Super Bowl like right in that moment. I love Ray Lewis. You love Ray Lewis? 
Okay, it. now we have breaking news on Title Talk. Bryson condones murder. <laughs> no, I have actually. I have a you friend. Murder sponsored who... by Bryson. <laughs> I have a friend who does who does uh, like sports edits, and Ray Lewis actually bought a sports edit from him and hung it up in his house. I think I saw that on Twitter once. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I support Ray Lewis. I support okay, him. That is pretty cool. I support you, Ray. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I used, you can probably find millions of me cussing out Ray Lewis and all sorts of stuff if you really look back because I, I really don't like him. But once I learned that, I was like, okay, I forgive you, Ray. It's a, I forgive it's you a, for the murder. I forgive you. I'm, it's okay. It's totally yeah. all right. We forgave Aaron Hernandez. Oh, I, I had a lot of – I'm not even going to say it. I'll tell you off air. Good morning. What, what did he say? T- Happy Father's, Happy Father's Day, Day to all the great it? dads out there. Oh, no. Oh no, Aaron! <laughs> <laughs> that was that was peak. That if you just look the tweets up after Aaron Hernandez got got released, that whole year was Free like Hernandez. Can Tim also can Tim Tebow be a Patriot? <laughs> Jason Moro, Eric Ebron, come on, Patriots! Yeah. What are you doing? Oh my God! Everyone I love Jason Morrow. So I love Jason Morrow. I did too. No, I no, 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 no. I think I had a stretch. I loved him. I had a stretch of like multiple months. Um, it was going into ninth grade, so I tweeted every single day, like at Patriots, sign Dustin Keller after the draft. I was all in on on Dustin Keller being the next Hernandez in this offense. Sign him at least as depth for Gronk, please. Please, we can't have what happened last year happen. Then they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> it was absolutely, absolutely amazing. I actually just admired my Super Bowl 49 ticket before I left my house. Just looked at it and rubbed it a little bit. Where thought, did you rub it? I love you That's so much. That's the real question. I'm not telling you. That's I'm not telling you. I'm not telling okay. you. I need absolutely my my go 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 go. What do you need, Alonzo? No. What do you need? Uh, I need. I need. He needs a beer. He needs a margarita. Tacos de carne asada. (laughs) I actually could use some tacos though. I need a good Halloween costume idea. Title talk. Please don't tell me the Chris Hogan Halloween costume. I will block you on Twitter. I don't even care. Uh, I need a good costume idea. Ideally, just a do-it-yourself simple one. Um, I I need a good costume idea. That's all. Well, I have a costume, but it, uh, it's not going to help you at all. Okay. So, thank you. So, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not really a good. I'm not really a good costume guy. You could. You could. Like, I can't even think of someone you would go on. Like, I just don't know anything about Halloween. Just not. I'm not a horror movie guy. I don't know about. You anything. have like a spooky, you could, spooky Bryson or something on Twitter. I like Halloween, no, okay. I like fall. I I like fall, and I like I like real like scary stuff. Like I told I've told everyone about the lunatic asylum. Like I like exploring the lunatic asylum. I like like weird ghost stories, but I don't I don't like like Halloween and like Michael Myers and stuff. I just don't like it. So it's, like I just, just don't know. Like the costume, I would tell you like, hey, dress up as this person from 1980 at the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum that killed 40 people and also went in there and ki- killed 10 people in the asylum and then killed himself. Go as that guy. I could tell you that, but that wouldn't be very fun. And no one would know who a you were. Bit... You could go as me. If... 
you go with me. You go with me. Like you could just. I, I need to wear. Just I need to take... wear an extra, extra small white tank top. Um. No, you just, just uh, always be turned around and have your head away from the camera and pointed down. <laughs> just always with the cutoff, and everyone be like, "Oh, I know who that is. That's fucking That's Bryson." At Bryson He's NFL on idiot. Twitter. Total idiot. Think he's better than everyone. Total idiot. Has the NFL in his name. Total Has NFL in, counts people's everyone. money. Counted Dwayne Allen's money. That's the yeah. cardinal sin. Hate to see it. That's the cardinal sin. You know, you could, you, uh, you could honestly. The funny thing to do, and would probably be like the best, was just go to a store and just like buy a, like a dinosaur costume and like be a dinosaur for like, like an actual legit huge dinosaur. I've seen him. Like the big ones where you just like put your whole entire body into how, it. And like how are you going to get girls the for the rest of the day? You just will. Okay. They'll be like, who is that? And they'll like want to take your prop and stuff. Yeah, it's totally. That, yeah, you totally. Yeah, you'd, well, you'd be I mean, in it. You'd be in it. Just be a dinosaur. Trust yeah, me. You just know be what? a dinosaur. I, I'm trying to use my prop. I'm not trying to have them take it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, that's my analysis. You could, you could, you could have a football and just like <laughs> give it to someone and tell them to throw it to you and drop it and just like I'm Wes Walker and they'd just say Dwayne Allen no they would say Dwayne Allen uh, I think they would, they would also say Wes Walker I'm number 83 no, on the not... Patriots <laughs> same thing yeah same thing pretty yeah, much number 83 on the Patriots Alonzo uh, good luck I hope you don't go as a Pokemon trainer <laughs> or something really stupid Good luck. I know you'll find something might... good. You probably should just dress up like as a Mexican. Just dress up as a Mexican. Just like get a. Me- You're already a Mexican. Okay. Just get a mustache and a sombrero. It'll be so easy. Just I was go. thinking, and then you can actually speak Spanish, and then people will be like, "Oh my god, you've learned Spanish for this costume. <laughs> You're so cool." It'll be so dope. I I actually have a LeBron James jersey. Sorry, fight me. I was thinking about getting um getting the shorts and getting a crown, getting a shooting sleeve, and going with King James. Because he's the yeah, best player in the up. NBA. Please go. Yeah, please. He definitely is when he when he uh, tries. No, he's just not. I love uh, him. He's not. By the way, okay. All right, Alonzo. Okay. What, what? Next podcast, what? or at some what? point, we need to do our most memorable sort of 2011 to 2013 Patriots players. Some, you know... We'll have a draft. Oh, yes. Like fucking Antoine Molden. Uh, What was that guy? Derek Burgess. Silver Salinga. 2011 Kyle Arrington. Joe Volano. Kyle Arrington. Tommy Kelly. Oh, those five games of Tommy Kelly. Don't disrespect those games. Kimbrell Tompkins. Josh Boyce. Josh Austin Boyce. fucking Collins. By the way, <laughs> I love Austin. By Collins. the way, finally have him. a good receiver wearing number ten in New England. Love it. We love it. Alonzo, thanks for coming on. We're I'll, I'm definitely up for the draft. We can probably we can probably do that post game because <laughs> um, the Patriots are gonna absolutely kill the Bills, and we won't have anything to talk about once again. We will talk about. Tune in for analysis of uh, Christian Black's timeline and for a 2011-13 to 13 Patriots draft. 
That sounds good to me, Alonzo. Good luck on Halloween. Don't get hurt. Don't take candy from strangers. And uh, don't be hungover for too long. Get some Pedialyte in your system. All right? I'll try to take your advice as best I can. I can't promise anything. (laughs) All right, man. I'll see you later, buddy.